Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the CHGO Chicago Sky podcast. This is our third episode. I am Janice Scurrio. You may follow me at Scurriosa, S-C-U-R-I-I-O-S-A. With me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Sabria Whitaker. How are you, Sabria? I'm good. How are you? I'm excellent. You may follow the Chicago uh, CHGO Sky Twitter account. That is CHGO underscore Sky. And while you're at it, you might as well go ahead and follow uh, CHGO Sports. That Their Twitter account is CHGO underscore Sports. Uh, yeah, so basically what we're going to talk about today, uh, the Sky Sky players have been doing some amazing things overseas. We're also going to wrap up March Madness as that is drawing to a close. And uh, we also have another segment uh, of co- Court of Law where we have the Honorable Sabria rule on some cases here. But anyway, a couple of things that we would like to mention. A big shout out to the Skyhook podcast for shouting us out on their last episode. I think they do a really fantastic job of breaking down the league and really getting me excited for the new season. Uh, Sabria, have you heard, uh, l- listened to any of their their episodes? Yes, I know that they just talked about some concession stands at Wintrust. I, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think one day we might have to all get together with the rest of the CSGO sports cast. If anyone in charge of finances is listening, I vote that you just give us a tab where we all go to each other's respective stadiums and just to try out and rate food to see who has the best concessions. Um, But yeah, definitely love the conversation about, you know, just stuff like that, the culture of Wintrust, concessions. So shout out to them, like you said, for shouting us out. And much love to everybody in the community. You know, WNBA Twitter, Twitter, there's enough room for all of us. So I love that. Absolutely. I totally felt what Chris Pennant said about there definitely needs to be more Chicago food at Wintrust, yes. especially some elote. Um, like I, I love me when, when I go to a White Sox game, that's one of the f- like first things I need to eat is some elote. So if I saw some elote at Wintrust Arena, that would make me and my stomach very, very happy. Okay. So I will say, and I hope I don't get in trouble for saying this because this is like super unofficial. So I'll just say that. I've had conversations now, whether or not they took me seriously is a whole nother topic, but I've had conversations with uh, my friends at the sky about bringing a Harold's chicken shack truck to, to do um, like the, a tailgate at before a sky game. So stay tuned. I hope they'll take me seriously and let me do it. But yeah, more okay. Chicago things. Okay. That that is a wonderful idea, but I do know like Harold's locations, like 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 that is definitely like a huge point of contention. Do you have a favorite location, Sabria? Yes, <laughs> I have a few. I actually have 
a picture framed in my house of Harold's Chicken Shack number 27 on 103rd and Halstead because that is the Harold's Chicken Shack that raised me. But for anyone listening who may not, you know, want to frequent the Wild Hundreds or go that south, the West Loop Harold's is very, very clutch because they're open to like three or four in the morning. So got to get the West Loop Harold's. Um, and then if you're actually by Wintrust, there is one on like. That's mine. The one on 35th in Indiana. I th- yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yes. It's yes. It, I, it, I know it it's is, on Indiana. It it's like right, IIT campus. Yeah. I, I for, for those of us who cannot see the video, <laughs> like I am doing this hand motion. Like when you walk, when you go west on uh, 18th Street, no, not, not, not 18th Street, 22nd Street. And then you make a left on Indiana, and it's, like, right there. Like, I know exactly what you're talking about. So there are a few that might get you. So the one I'm talking about, I guess, would be, like, the IIT campus. Yeah. Um, But I will say, because this was an issue. Actually, story time. Last playoffs, and she's going to kill me for bringing this up. Former Chicago Sky player uh, Chastity Melvin, who is now a coach, well-respected coach. She was actually the Phoenix coach last year. Oh. So when they came to town, um, I mentioned bringing Harold's and Bobak Lemonade to get fans to come to the playoffs. Because, you know, Phoenix always has – just so many fans. So I was like, okay, Chicago, we have to show up and show out. I will bribe everyone. If I was like Chicago Sky ownership, I would bribe everyone with free Heralds and Bob Bob's Lemonade. Somehow in the Twitter universe, it got to Coach Melvin and she responded. And I was like, oh, snap. Like a whole WNBA coach is talking to me right now who just also happens to be a former Chicago Sky player. And... um. I saw her at the hotel and um, I actually had my other partner of, of Grow the Game. She called me. She was like, I think Coach Melvin is downstairs. So I'm like, go talk to her and, and hand her the phone if you have to. So she like, yeah, remember that girl who was talking about Harold's Chicken on Twitter? She's actually in the hotel and she's like dead serious about taking you to get Harold's. So we connected like the next day. I really went and got us Harold's and Baba's Lemonade and we sat in the hotel lobby like all day, just talking about women's sports, WNBA, basketball. Um, I got to watch some guys mansplain to her about the Mercury in real time, <laughs> about their favorite player um, and what the Mercury have to do to win. It was hilarious. And I'm just sitting there shaking my head the whole time like, oh, if only you knew who you were talking to. I t- At one point I told the guy, I said, look, Get your friend, go to that table, Google Chastity Melvin, and then come back and try to have this conversation because you're going to be embarrassed. So I'm just doing a solid and letting you know you might not want to continue this conversation. Moral of the story is she had been here, obviously, in Chicago. She had Harold's before. She never ate it with the mouth sauce. So make sure if you're getting Harold's, you have to eat the mouth sauce. She didn't want to eat it at first. She was like, nah, I'm like, it's not, you don't know what this is. It's not barbecue sauce. It's not hot sauce. I know, you know, the Carolinas is Southern cooking, but I'm telling you, eat the mild sauce. I I don't know. I I can't explain mild sauce. It's just so good. 
Yeah. Like, I, I just like, oh, so, uh, what is your go-to order? Mine is the four-piece wing dinner, uh, drenched in mild sauce. Like, like just the, just the, the fries too, like fries topped, just, just drenched in mild sauce. Like and it I has can, to be drenched. Yeah. I, I can just smell it yes. just like right now. <laughs> yes. Same. Most people I know are like, you know, six piece fry heart, extra lemon pepper, like, you know, salt and pepper. But I'm like you four piece because I'm probably not going to eat all six. Yeah. Um, Maybe fried hard if I'm feeling a little spicy, but I need extra mild sauce and do not judge me. I do put ketchup on my Harold's only because growing up the Harold's on 103rd and Halstead started charging for mild sauce. Oh. My father in true just old southern man was not paying for the mouth sauce so he said what's free they said ketchup <laughs> so he made me <laughs> eat ketchup and now i just keep eating ketchup uh, okay you sauce. know what that's fair I, I i feel as if that's fair especially if that's something you're accustomed to it's linked with positive memories like i i, I can understand i can definitely see that but mm, I can just smell mild sauce in this room right now. Right? <laughs> I love how this whole conversation just started off one mention of, I don't even know how we got here, corn. And we were talking about corn. <laughs> we were talking about Wintrust concessions, and we are talking about how Chris Pennant wants uh, elote at Wintrust Arena, and then you were talking about a Herald's truck. Yes. And then I was like, what's your favorite Herald's location? Yes. <laughs> and then we right. got all the way here about how right. technically Herald's Chicken Shack is like the WNBA Chicago player go to chicken. Yeah, it's it's like the unofficial right. chicken <laughs> restaurant of of, of WNBA yes. players in Chicago. Yes, <laughs> and we're not even ten minutes in. I'm starving over here now. <laughs> anyway, like I don't know, I don't know about y'all, but I am hungry now. But now we've got the mood going. Uh, we can say Candace Parker is a player of many faces. She's very expressionate and like, we absolutely just love how she expresses herself on the court as well as on a TV. So, uh, for, uh, our listeners who can't watch the video, we've got Candace's many faces here. So, uh, which Candace are you today? I think I walked in here number two, number two, she's kind of side-eyeing. She looks a little disappointed. Uh, that was pretty much me all throughout the day until I got here of course, and started talking about chicken. So now I'm just sort of like number seven where she's kind of, you know, kind of side-eyeing, but also too seems a little curious. Uh, that's definitely going to be me when I pick up my order from Harold's tonight. Yeah, I I feel like I'm like number one right now because we just really had a whole moment about Harold's chicken. And that truly makes me happy because I really do have that picture of that chicken shack in my house. And now I feel obligated to bring it next week. Maybe I think you should. I think um, you should. So I'm going to do that. But before I was like an eight, it, this only goes to seven. So they let me <laughs> pick a new <laughs> one that wasn't on there. And this is number eight. And that's what I was before we started talking about chicken. <laughs> Yeah, this is a great shot from the Candace cam. Uh, she's she's definitely fed up with someone's BS. We're not exactly <laughs> sure who, but she's resting her cheek uh, on her palm, uh, on her fist. She's like, you know what? I think I've had an I, I've had it. I am just gonna stare off into space because I am. Yeah, I, I've had it up to here, and she's tall too. So yeah, and that was also probably me because right before we got in here, I got asked to pick which team. I was going to have for my final four and it was only about the men's and that was my face because I, oh. I don't know. I don't even know what's going on over there. I, I was only rooting for 
um, Miami because of, you know, relation to Charlie a Morgan Moore? Park player. So after that, I'm like, I don't know what's going on over there. And I have no clue what's going on with them or the MNBA. So that was definitely me. <laughs> Men play basketball? What? Who would have knew? <laughs> All right, so uh, we've got some news from across the W here. Uh, this is a little bit of a bit of old news, but it's worth mentioning. Uh, so ESPN is offering a fantasy WNBA option for the very first time. It's a pretty cool way to keep fans connected to the sport. It can definitely help grow the league. Uh, so it's going to be open for signups in early April. That's coming up pretty soon, uh, ahead of the start of the uh, 2022 WNBA season, uh, which again, uh, if we haven't talked about this enough, uh, that is Friday, May 6th. So uh, ESPN Fantasy Women's Basketball will offer a full-scale fantasy game with customizable settings for the number of of teams per league, scoring formats, player rosters, public and private league options, uh, and there's also going to be executive leagues. uh, And uh, yeah, so... uh, Fantasy women's basketball is going to be supported with analytical tools, editorial insights to help help fans with their drafts, manage rosters, make trades, uh, so on and so forth. So I think this is pretty cool. Uh, not only that, um, you know, fans are going to be able to uh, analyze women's basketball from a little bit more of a numbers uh, analytics standpoint, but also, too, this is a really fantastic way to get engagement. And uh, I've already had a couple of talks of uh, my inner circles wanting to put together a league. I know a lot of people have various opinions on fantasy sports, but Sabria, what do you think uh, fantasy uh, basketball can do for the WNBA? Um, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I've never done a fantasy anything of any sport I have no clue how any of that goes like I I really don't <laughs> like I don't know is this similar to like 2k or something <laughs> uh, kind of it, it, it consumes your life uh in a way uh so I, I I play fantasy baseball sometimes uh and I also uh played fantasy football this past year but it, it's it's certainly a lot different than say being a fan there, there's definitely you have to pay attention to your rosters mm. pay attention to who's injured uh pay attention to who's doing well uh you also have to keep in mind um uh, opponents uh, just matchups, uh, who's going to play against who. So there's lots of, uh, lots of variables that can certainly influence, uh, how well you do in fantasy sports. And one uh, of the things it does for me, it gives me one more reason to watch pretty much every single game because you have a vested interest in almost everyone playing. I was going to do that anyway. <laughs> so You're perfect for it. Yeah. We know it. Well, that's nice. Um, I appreciate the lesson, so we're going to have to probably do a part two of, like, how to do fantasy basketball. So definitely have to talk about this some more, and maybe we could put our own, I don't know how it works, our own team together. Sure, yes. Yeah, basically I would have a team, you would have a team, and we would draft players. Okay. Yeah, so – uh, from given what you know about the the short the small amount of information I've given you so far, like like who would be your first round draft pick uh, f- for for your team for a- any active WNBA player? Like like who would you want first? You get dibs on whoever you want. Um, <laughs> as always, I'm going to well. Also, I mean it, and also this gives me opportunity to brag on her. Got to pick. Syracuse alumna and current LA Sparks player number 15, Brittany Sykes, 
who also just happened to win Defensive Player of the Year. It was announced today um, in the Women's National Basketball League in Australia. So definitely got to go with Slim because I know you didn't even ask for it because, but I'm just going to give you one anyway, because she can score. She actually is one of those people who will, is she, well, she's taller than me, short compared to most, but she really blocks shots. Like one day before the LA matchup, we're going to have to revisit this, but Mm -hmm. she can jump and will block her shot. And she was averaging like, she made like double digits in steals this season, the off season. So I'm going to pick Brittany Sykes. Who would you pick? Oh, especially uh, depending on the scoring format. Uh, Yeah. Steals, blocks, uh, taking that into consideration would be very smart. I don't know. I think I'm just going to be a homer for a moment and I'm going to go with Ka. I think, I think she would be my first round pick. And you know, this is so cute that you said this because when we do talk about the McDonald's all American, I don't know if you saw it. That was Ka and Brittany in that picture. Oh yeah. So look at us. Look at us. Look at us already ahead of the game so here. All right. WNBA fan. Well, I don't know what my team name would be, but like you, you can also pick a like a fancy team name. It could be clever. It could be funny. Uh, I have no idea what I would choose for my team name. Well, guess what? New segment alert. We're going to have to do this every game. I mean, every <laughs> every show we're going to have to talk about that. Give updates, pick team names, all of that. Also a whole bunch of content for this. Um, so thank you, ESPN, for trying to level the playing field, doing the same thing for women that you are doing for men's basketball. And um, speaking of equity and, and women's basketball, shout out to now we're going to talk about this and we're going to talk about this one thing only. Please no other questions regarding the Oscar. We're going to say this and leave it at that. <laughs> um, so... The Queen of Basketball won the Oscar for Best Documentary Short Subject um, yesterday. And so for those of you who may not be familiar, the project, who I'm I'm told Shaq's involved. So I have to do um, a deep dive to see more of everyone's involved and how this, you know, story came about. Probably going to write about this um, and go more in depth with this. But the project highlights women's basketball pioneer Lucy May Harris, who happens to be my esteemed soror as a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Of course, I have to throw that in there. Um, So look her up, uh, Lucia, a.k.a. Lucy May Harris of Mississippi. She is the only woman officially drafted by the NBA. And she is the first black woman inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame. So, unfortunately, you know, we lost her not too long ago. And when that news broke, myself included, there were some things that I didn't even know. Like, I didn't even know she was a Delta until, like, a a couple days ago from the Delta's official Instagram page. But more people, you know, talking about why haven't we heard of her like, you know, where is the history lesson on this? That's we a great question. More. Yeah, because I, I didn't even know that she was the only woman that was officially drafted by the NBA until she passed away. So I was like, why hadn't I heard of this sooner? Yeah, so definitely have to, to ponder and figure out why. But, I mean, hey, that's what we do here as part of growing a game is telling stories. 
and spotlighting those who deserve to be spotlighted and giving people their flowers before it's too late. Mm -hmm. Um, Hopefully we'll have the opportunity to do that next week. Won't say too much. Um, But hopefully, you know, we can use this platform for that as well. And I guess, you know, that being a teachable moment, the WNBA decided to get ahead of the game and they are apparently set to release its first ever documentary film yes. um, reported on ebony.com. It's going to be called We Are the W. It will focus on three players who are each at a different point in their basketball careers. So Izzy Harrison of the Dallas Wings, um, who middle career, um, and then vet and Atlanta dream and Louisville legend, Angel McCautry, who is now with the Minnesota Lynx spent majority, like truly almost all of her career in Atlanta, then went to Vegas. And now she's, um, in Minnesota just released a music video promo, like angels doing a whole bunch of things. So that's hopefully we get to see more of that. And then rookie turning sophomore this year, Dee Dee Richards with the New York Liberty. Yeah, that is cool. That is a really exciting project. And uh, yeah, like you mentioned before, storytelling is such a huge part of reporting, um, especially when it comes to women's sports. And the more stories we put out and the more stories being told, uh, yeah, it contributes to the greater wealth of knowledge we have and uh, things we could pass down and things we could share to new fans too. So that is really exciting news. All right, let's move on to uh, what are what what have our sky been doing overseas as well as in the states. So some really exciting news. So Kalia Copper along with Avenida, they are heading to the Euro League semifinal. Uh, so this game uh, versus Sopron Basket as is on April eighth. So uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, so Avenida is a team that is a part of the uh, EuroLeague, which consists of uh, women's basketball teams from across Europe. Uh, Avenida has already won the Queen's Cup. Uh, that is an annual cup competition for Spanish women's basketball teams. Uh, so something else that's pretty cool, uh, Kaz also up for the EuroLeague MVP award. And uh, she's also up for the Team of the Season Backcourt Award along uh, with Allie Quigley. Uh, So this is actually a fan vote. And if you're interested, and I already voted, uh, you can jump over to uh, uh, FIBA.basketball, F-I-B-A.basketball, and you can vote for uh, the most valuable player. Uh, so you might notice, yeah, I got Kaz there, and we've also got Jonquil Jones, uh, last year's MVP as well. A couple other familiar faces too, Alyssa Thomas, Atusa Bali, uh, and the team of this season backcourt as well. You can vote for Ka, you can vote for old friend Diamond DeShields if you want to. I believe you can pick up to three players when you're voting for backcourt. Anyway, you've got Quigs. Uh, and also, too, for the front court, uh, you can also vote for New Sky player Emma Miesemann as well. So, again, that URL is FIBA.basketball to vote for your current, former, and future uh, Chicago Sky players uh, to win all of these prestigious awards from the Euro League. 
Uh, what else? Oh, yeah, Ellie Quigley. Uh, so uh, she played this season for Ekaterinburg, uh, like I mentioned before. She's also up for that team of the season backcourt award, uh, just like Ka is. Uh, and oh, so another Sky player that I forgot to mention, a future Sky player. Uh, we got Kayla Davis uh, playing for Galata Sarai, uh, which is the Turkish women's basketball team. And uh, Tina, I, I wrote down the wrong last name pronunciation. Can you remind me, Sabria? Tina Kroshnik. Kroshnik. Yes. Tina Kroshnik. Okay. Yes. So, um, Tina Kroshnik and Kayla Davis are both playing for Galatasaray. Uh, so they are headed to the semifinals of the Euro Cup to take place April 5th. And so you may also vote for Kroshnik and Emma Miesemann for that front quarter award, along with former Sky player Katie Lou Samuelson as well. So plenty of Sky alumna, alum, alumni, alumna overseas. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's what our ladies have been doing overseas. Really fantastic stuff. Um, the stuff from Ka, especially, I, I think she's looked incredibly like fantastic in the highlights in, in which I've seen uh, posted by uh, the, the Avenida Twitter account, uh, and and also too, like I also just really love how I'm learning so much about basketball overseas and basketball in Europe. Uh, it's it, it's certainly just a really interesting basketball environment to learn about. Um. All right. Another cool piece of news about Azure Stevens. So Azure will attend the 2022 USA Women's National Team Training Camp, uh, which will take place from March 29th, tomorrow actually, through April 2nd in Minneapolis. So the cool part about this is that uh, the training camp is going to be used for an evaluation for the 2022-24 USA Women's National Team Athlete Pool, and that's going to be announced uh, at a later date. Uh, so uh, another cool part is that uh, the 2022 USA World Cup and 2024 U.S. Olympic basketball team, uh, should the U.S. qualify for the 2024 Olympics? Uh, so uh, members of the training camp are expected to be, oh, I wrote this backwards, uh, comprised to be members of the 2022-24 USA national team player pool. So maybe we will see uh, Z uh, in the Olympics soon. So that's pretty, pretty darn cool. All right. So uh, also, too, Sabria, we've got training camp upon us pretty soon. Uh, so a training camp begins uh, April 17th. Uh, currently, the Sky roster includes a league-high eight players on training camp contracts. So according to Her Hoop Stats via Annie Costabile, uh, so uh, James Wade has $132,166 in salary cap space for two open roster spots. So, of course, uh, we still got a hole left by Astu Dufal uh, that has yet to be addressed. Uh, so I believe on our first episode, we were talking about how Imani McGee-Stafford makes a whole lot of sense. Mm -hmm. uh, but, of course, too, salary cap kind of poses a little bit of a problem uh, since uh, McGee-Stafford has three years of experience and she would have to make that vet minimum. Uh, so uh, given that uh, of the players heading to camp, uh, who, in your opinion, makes the most sense to add to the roster? You know, I know earlier, like you said, I did. I was definitely team um, Imani, and I'm still very much so team Imani. Like, yeah, same here. Um, but, you know, I, I want to say 
I'm I'm rooting a lot for Kayla Davis. And I, I think she might make the most sense because we did sign Crystal Bradford. Yes. And that was a true contract signing versus a training camp contract. So I just feel like if their intention was to sign someone like Crystal, who's 6-0 um, and, you know, is a combo guard forward, I think it makes sense. You have to replace her, right? Like right. you wouldn't – to me that was like the most serious of a, of a contract. So obviously that has to point to some need that they are aware that we need. So I'm going to say whoever can provide what Crystal would have – um, with that, and I just feel like right now it's Kayla Davis. And also, you know, I saw there's a connection there with Candace, with Kayla. Um, I don't know if anyone saw it on Twitter, but apparently Kayla's number is three. Oh, yeah, that's right. And they were like, hey, uh, or Candace was like, you can have the three if you want to. Right. And right. Kayla was like, I, I, I couldn't do that. No way. Well, I mean, yes. And then in, in response, I said, that is so sweet. But I don't think Nike was going to allow that to happen anyway. That's right. So, That's right. I, I think someone in the mentions mentioned that uh, Kayla should take the 33. Yeah, I did too. I said it's, either do 33 or 8 because 8 is just two threes. That's kissing. right. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So I was like, and I mean, that's my favorite number. Um, that's although be... I would love to save, you know, the number eight, if Tasha Mack ever wants to come back, <laughs> love to save the eight for her. But I think 33 will work. Um, and I, I would love to see that, that connection that they have. Um, but yeah, also, yeah, Nike would not have allowed that. I think we saw that even with the MNBA that time, I think LeBron, I think somebody, if you know what I'm talking about, let me know. But I think there was um, something when LeBron switched teams and someone already had 23. Mm -hmm. And then he chose six. When he went to the Miami Heat, even though Michael Jordan never played for the Heat, they've retired his number. So he couldn't wear 23. And I think before he had even switched teams, before the season was even over, he had said he was going to be switching his number anyway, which kind of made people wonder. I wonder if he's going to the Heat or the Bulls at the time. Oh, okay. wow. But Okay, so, yeah, I'm going to have to do research on this because I feel like there was some another time where maybe it was he was already on a team and someone else had a number and they came along and he was willing to make the switch. And he was like literally Nike said no because it was too close to this when the season was going to start and they'd already started producing jerseys. Mm. So they were like, absolutely not. We're not going to like throw these in the trash and not be able to sell them. So, I mean, yeah, I think with all the jerseys and WNBA jersey gate of last year, I just don't think they would allow that. But, uh, but anyway, that was very supportive of Candace to oh, do cute, for right? Kayla. Like, like we, we, we love when ladies support ladies. Uh, but when it comes to support, the best way to support hey. CHGO is to download the PointsBet app and use code CHGO when you sign up. If you do that right now, you'll get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. But that's not it. 
If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, da-da, which unlocks all of our web content, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. A uh, little birdie tells me that there's a super cool Chicago Sky shirt that has a really awesome logo. That's $2,000 in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free t-shirt from the CHGO locker, uh, all for making more than a $50 first-time point depo- deposit at PointsBet. If you have any questions, you can email pointsbet at allchgo.com, and we will gladly help you out. Your home for live in-play betting just got better, including PointsBet new features live, college basketball same-game parlay. For the first time ever, you can build the perfect live same-game parlay only with PointsBet. You can also combine your favorite bets anytime during the game. You want more? Of course you do. You can boost your live same-game parlays. Watch live, parlay live, and boost live with points bet. And now, guess what? Online sign up is available in Illinois. You can download the points bet app right now and register your account from start to finish all from your phone. Plus, during points bet match madness, all users can earn up to $100 in free bets. During each round, just place a $50 pregame wager and get a free $20 live bet to be used for that round. So, what are you waiting for? Besides waiting for this podcast to end because you love listening to us so much, once the game starts, don't bet. Live your bet life with points bet. <laughs> Gambling problem? Call 1 800 522 4700. Now, on to March Madness. Uh, So March is almost over. Um, March comes in like a lion, leaves like a lamb. I don't know. March is definitely leaving like a lion to me, though. Uh, So, uh, yeah, the the tourney's wrapping up. Uh, So, Sabria, we had a couple of really fun games uh, over the weekend. So we had uh, Creighton versus South Carolina, and we also had Stanford versus Texas. So uh, South Carolina definitely showed why they were the number one seed. Uh, They won 80-50 over Creighton in the Elite Eight. Uh, So the Gamecocks are moving on to the Final Four for the fourth time in program history. Uh, led by Aaliyah Boston, who had 19 points and seven rebounds. Now, uh, w- having like, such a limited time watching her, she looked absolutely great. I think at one point she like stepped through three defenders to like get to the basket. Yeah. Uh, so she's arguably like the best player in the nation, yes. one of them at least. The national player of the year for sure. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Uh, South Carolina also kept a really like tight lid on turnovers uh, and just watching a lot of them play. So I know uh, Zaya Cook had like this amazing shot from a couple of days ago where uh, the video has, I think, 1.6 million views now where she made the shot. Like she was thrown off balance and landed mm-hmm. on her arm and she still made it like that was so cool, like incredible play. Um, yeah. So uh, your thoughts so far on uh, the weekend's games? So I'm so, I mean, obviously, I guess now would be a great time for show and tell while we're talking about South Carolina. So when, you know, now that I've pressured um, our team into asking who do we have in the final four for the women, no surprise here. For those of you who are listening, I am holding up a USA basketball, a throwback. So I know they did release some recently um, for the Team USA, I want to say there was Coach Staley and Sue Bird um, and Asia Wilson jerseys. I remember that. But this is an OG one um, because it has the champion um, 
like logo stitched on the front. But, um, you know, as some of you know, I love to collect jerseys. <laughs> Bailey Caldwell says Sabria is flexing, <laughs> definitely flexing, um, because I, I look, I love you. the WNBA so much. I talk about it. I do group games to increase awareness and attendance. I'm on a podcast with you talking about it. I have a personal goal that however many years from now, when ESPN or whoever is doing their 30 for 30 for the WNBA, I should be there. Like, I just feel like, and obviously I'm like, I don't have any authority, but I just feel like I should be there. Right. And so to help me get there, I'm collecting jerseys. I do collect jerseys like infinity stones. So <laughs> when I found this jersey, I woke up one morning and I guess I was feeling lucky um, as hopefully everyone does when they place their bet with points bet. But I was feeling lucky and <laughs> I was like, I have a brand new Dawn Staley jersey because unfortunately I've been looking, but I cannot find um, the her WNBA jersey. That's like the hardest to get. But I found this and then I woke up and I was on Twitter and I was like, who wants to help me get my um, my basketball jersey, my Don Staley basketball jersey signed? And then like two seconds later, I have a quote tweet and I'm like, who's quote tweeting? And it was like the hand raised emoji. And I looked and it was Don Staley herself responding to me. So she connected me with um, someone on her team in South Carolina. They told me to send the jersey. I sent it and I was in like UPS getting all the insurance. And I was like, look, do not lose this because we cannot just get another one. But she was so nice enough um, to sign it. And it says to Sabria, that's me. So no one can take it. It's mine. Never yours. Much love. <laughs> and then autographed. And it says USA five. So um, I love it. In addition to giving out pieces of her net, she is out here signing jerseys. She's got all the engagement and the pictures in her Gucci Louis Prada um, being the designer Dawn Staley. Um, so loving what she's done with South Carolina. She joked with Asia Wilson yesterday. I don't know if you saw it, but she was like. I think I saw that. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Asia never got to go to back-to-back -back Final Fours. Um would have been three, though, if it wasn't for COVID. But um, so love everything. Sabria Thanos. So, so Sabria, quick question. Yes. So, so so if you're Thanos, like, like when you snap, so, so, so what disappears? Doesn't have to be, doesn't have to be people, doesn't have to be the MNBA. Oh, I would never do, I would never do that. I I'm just kidding. To, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I have some friends over there in the MNBA, and they would probably be upset with me if I um, snapped them away. Ooh, I feel like I'm going to make someone upset with this answer. <laughs> Sorry, but I will snap my fingers and Chicago will have the one and only baseball team that happens to be on the south side. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I, 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 I love that answer. <laughs> I, I, I think it's great. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you. Um, right. So snap. Yes, but love South Carolina. Unfortunate to see them send the Cinderella story Creighton home. Whew, that story was great while it lasted. Um, Stanford and Texas was wow. Yeah, that was really back and forth. Uh, yeah, Lexi Hall had 20 points. Haley Jones with 18 points, 12 rebounds. 
Like, oh my goodness. Yeah, Texas missed nine free throws in the nine-point loss. So, like, that goes to show you how important free throws are. Oh my goodness. Yes, and I I would hate, like, I hate that. Like, that's, like, I remember we were watching the end and we were, we were rooting. So, I have a friend, Erica McCall. Um, She goes by Bird. She currently plays on the Washington Mystics. She's currently overseas, I think, in Turkey. She was up talking about it's like 5.30 a.m. and I'm watching Stanford because she went to Stanford. So she loves Stanford and Tara, and she's always going to ride for Stanford. Unfortunately, and I hope she doesn't see this and gets mad at me, but I was kind of rooting for Texas. Like, I love Rory Harmon. Um, I just, you know, look, I, I root for the coaches who get so close every year mm-hmm. and just never make it. You know, sorry, Stanford, you were just there. Like, gosh, share a little bit. So I was – rooting for them and you know I was watching I'm like make your free throws like I was watching them get themselves out of this game with free throws in real time and I have a friend who used to play for Syracuse and she told me one day she was like we never practice free throws and I'm like girl what and she was just like there was just not a thing and then I saw um another like a WNBA player talking about another game and she was like do people practice missing free throws like sometimes the the game might call for that type of situation and so because she was like I've never practiced that so Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna take that as are they not prioritizing free throws at the college level like should they make them more important because I know if I lost the game by nine points because we miss nine free throws. I mean, yeah, your season is over, but I need everybody to give me a hundred May free throws before we leave this or like see you in the morning. I don't. Yeah. So hopefully everybody practices their free throws in time for the WNBA season, because clearly free throws are important. Yes, indeed. So a uh, cautionary tale, definitely practice those free throws. Uh, So interesting fact about uh, Stanford. Uh, So the last time a team not named UConn or Tennessee (laughs) won back-to-back championships, that was Southern California in 1983 and 1984. Uh, So, yeah, this year uh, there's still plenty of familiar faces from that 2021 championship teams. you got Haley Jones, whom whom I mentioned before, Cameron Brink, uh, Fran Belibi, and Lexi Hull. So, yeah. yeah, uh, really great job by Stanford. Uh, so the other games that are left, they're actually being played today, tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've got Connecticut versus North Carolina State. So that happens at 6. And we've also got Michigan versus Louisville. So anything interesting there that we should be uh, on the lookout for? Um, Yes. I put, you know, my little note on the Connecticut and NC State game. You know, NC State showed outstanding just grit, fight, perseverance against Notre Dame. And I don't know if you saw that game or the replays, but it it came down to uh, Perez stealing, like, oh, and I just feel so bad for um, the Mabry sister, like baby mm. Mabry. Like, she was handling the ball, and really just all she had to do was just run the clock out. Um, and then the ball got stolen, layup, and they just were not able. And they got a good look um, with, you know, their freshman star, um, Olivia Miles. And, you know, a lot of people were on Twitter were saying, like, their youth kind of, like, got to them and it showed because she didn't take the shot. But 
I mean, I still think um, the person that took the shot was a good choice. Um, but, you know, just coming off of that, does that confidence or that momentum, is that enough to carry, you know, NC State over UConn to advance to the Final Four? Or are they mentally and physically exhausted from that game? And is that actually going to be more of a disadvantage than an advantage? Hmm, yeah, interesting. Uh, momentum is definitely a thing, is because especially because all these games are just being played like a, in a in a marathon sense. So right. that's going to be interesting to keep an eye out for. Right. Yes, and as an Illinois and Northwestern grad, never rooting for Michigan. So <laughs> go Louisville. All right, and that is the end of that. Yes. Uh, so. But before they were your NCAA faves or your WNBA faves, they were probably your favorite McDonald's All-Americans. So we're just going to take a look back at some of our Sky players as All-Americans. Um, if you can't see, going to post these on Twitter if you want to come take a look later or um, head over to YouTube to watch this live or even our Twitter um, look at little Candace, Naperville. Oh yes. yes, Candace. Um, of course, and again, I mentioned it before. If you're in Chicago, you might see her face. Um, on the McDonald's All American Game billboard. Um, the women's uh play tomorrow for the final four. Oh, final four. Look at me already thinking about the final <laughs> four. Um, <laughs> McDonald's All Americans tomorrow. At Wintrust. So all the Sky fans listening, you know where that's at. Pull up. It's at 530. Let's support. Um, let's support them while they're, you know, giving their last hurrah in high school before they go to college and eventually um, end up overseas or in the WNBA or both. Um, yeah, Candace was here and she actually won the, the dunk contest. She beat Josh and J.R. Smith. Um, when she was a McDonald's All-American. And then I guess the only rookie probably will have for a minute, I guess, I don't know, is Dana Evans still going to be considered yeah, Dana. the rookie this year since we're probably not going to have one. Um, her McDonald's All-American picture is up um, before she went off to Louisville, who we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. And then... To the left, wearing that number three. The number three, you got Kayla Davis. Kayla Davis. And then the picture I was talking about earlier yes. is our finals MVP, Kalia Kappa with the chopper. <laughs> Next to Brittany Sykes, who so, I mentioned earlier. So we've got both Sabria's and my uh, first round fantasy draft picks just all in one photo. That That's pretty cool. And 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 I don't know if you can see it, but in true cop fashion, that red that you see, it says Philly on her hat. <laughs> <laughs> so gotta love um, our now Sky players as little All-Americans. So gotta love the throwbacks. So definitely check out that game at Wintrust Arena because you may just witness the next Ka, the next Candace, the next Dana Evans. They're all, yeah, they're all among us and that's pretty cool. And if you want to keep, you know, hearing and learning more about the Candaces and the cause, 
um, you know, the Chicago Sky or the journey in just women's basketball. Please tap in, stay tapped in, connect with us on all of our socials at chgo underscore sky and make sure you are tapped in at chgo underscore sports for everything chgo, everything sky. Make sure that you are hanging out with us every Monday, um, 530 to 630 on Twitter, on YouTube. You can always, you know, go and listen to the podcast um, on your favorite, your favorite podcast, whether it uh, channel, whether it's Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Spotify. Give us a listen, share, tell a friend, put it on Facebook, tweet it, send a text message. We have podcasts and live shows on the CSG network, every team, every day, post-game shows. There are some pre-game shows, premium written content for members at allchgo.com. Dope merch for all teams. Go ahead and get that dope Sky shirt. Or the White Sox shirt, but... The sky or shirt. The, or the White Sox Definitely shirt. get the sky shirt, though. Yes. And that shirt is free when you become a member and engage with us and our members-only Discord, also known as the CHGO Lounge. Heck yes. Uh, yeah, definitely lots of cool benefits when you sign up. Not only do you get a cool shirt, but yeah, you also get to hang with us. And I can't think of anything better than that. Uh, but also too, uh, definitely tune in every five uh, every Monday, uh, 5.30 to 6.30. Uh, definitely jump in the YouTube comments. You can most certainly talk to us, ask us questions live, yell at us, tell us that we look cute. Like uh, all of that is all very valid, all very welcome. All right, so here is our my my personal favorite segment. I mean, I love all of our segments. I love everything we do, but I, I especially love a court of law. Boom, 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 boom. Oh yes, I have to go and pick what I want this noise to be. I want it to be something iconic, but I don't think it would every like any noise will just be more iconic than like the the noise when Law and Order. SVU. Yeah. So I don't find one of those. I'll look into that. But, you know, we were pretty hard on some people last week um, with a court of law. I was even told by an attorney who kind of yelled at me and she said, you're only supposed to hit the gavel once. I said, well, too bad. It did not give the effect that I wanted it to give. I will slam my gavel as many times as I feel necessary um, but, you know, because we were so hard this week, I'm just going to say we have we have some new cases on the docket. I'm not ready to rule on them yet. I'm just reading over opinions, taking it under advisements, and then I'll be ready to rule later. But the first one, tell me more. You put it on the docket so you yeah. can tell me more. I put it on the docket because I wanted to ask you about this. Uh, but anyway, uh, I was uh, scrolling through the Twitterverse last night and I saw that uh, Ariel Powers uh, of the Lynx posted this video uh, of her just uh, just completely messing with this guy at a 24-hour fitness. Anyway, uh, he got absolutely cooked. Um, he even like tried to shoulder check him. He, he tried to shoulder check her. Uh, and it's, I don't know, it, it 
already has 1.5 million views. Uh, she's already like, hey, if you want more of this content, subscribe to my YouTube. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what to think about this. I know you had some opinions you were telling me before we went on air, but I want to hear what you think about this. So, yes, I just want to say um, shout out to Anjanae Williams of Chicagoland area for kind of like starting that trend um, because I think it's necessary. And I think, you know, it's one thing um, with Anjanae for being just like, you know, your your neighborhood girl, I guess, um, and getting schooled, which to me is even worse because, you know, she did play at the college level. Um, she was definitely – she had a lot of eyes on her when she was playing out um, in the Chicagoland area for high school. Um, but, you know, we see people in the comments all the time, like ESPN, the WNBA. No no one can post anything without people in the comments just being yeah. so obnoxious and annoying. And it's like, oh, I'll own you. Well, will you? Because I think they're both showing you that it doesn't matter if it's just – the neighborhood girl you know from around the way back in high school or a professional basketball player, these guys do not have the buckets or the handles that they think they do. And so I personally love seeing them get owned and completely embarrassed by these players. I need more of that. Like, I wish more players would do that. Frankly, I wish someone would dedicate a TV show to it. Like, just go and find some rando in the comments who has nothing better to do and just send them a little DM like, oh, you said you could take who? You said you'll do what? Okay, bet. And then they just pick a, a time and a place in a court and they just show up and we get to watch them get completely embarrassed. I would like to see it. I think, uh, yeah, uh, Ariel Powers might put more of that on her on her YouTube too. But yeah, I mean, you you if you scroll through any like WNBA players mentions, someone will probably just be like, "Hey, I I think I could take you," and like like no, like the average dude could definitely not square up against a WNBA player. I can't even square up against anyone, honestly. Like I. I am terrible at basketball right now, like just absolutely terrible. So I'm I'm going to get in the gym with some of my WNBA friends, my other professional basketball friends, and then maybe we could do like um, maybe Grow the Game will do like a charity basketball event. Well, like a media game. A, a, yeah, that's what Annie said to do, a yeah, media game. Like we can get Annie, um, get James K and Chris Pennant too. We're, we're going to get all those. We'll, we'll go up against all those guys. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> I might have to do some, um, might have to make some draft picks and, 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 and look and think about that with who I know could actually help us. Might have to call in some, some favors, call some friends, but we could do that. Um, and I said, um, I would love to see Candace like be a coach, ah, but we talked about this we and we both this. agreed that while we would love to play for the goat Candace Parker, we suck so bad that we would not want to be stuck on the bench crying because we embarrassed us and Candace and she yelled at us. And now we're just like failures. I would like just beg for her approval and I would, it, like, it, it would go like, it, it, could, it could go either way for me. I would either just overperform or I'm just like, all right, I need to impress Candace. I need to like just show her all my, my best stuff. Like I got my handles. I got everything. I can shoot from can shoot from inside, can shoot from outside the three. Uh, or it could just go just completely south. <laughs> 
which is actually more likely to happen because I haven't picked up a basketball since like I was in high school. Uh, and yeah, I would just sit on the bench and cry because, uh, yeah, Candace would be very disappointed in me. Yes. Uh, and also too, I'm like five, four. So <laughs> yeah, I'm only like five, seven. Let's see. Bailey Caldwell outlet pass says, Oh, I'm pulling up and getting buckets. Okay, Bailey. Well, I personally know that you will be in Chicago. Um, for the Phoenix game. So Bailey, you want to pull up and let's do this. <laughs> See, look, we can even, <laughs> we're terrible. And I will gladly with all the confidence in the world, like, you know, step up to the court and, and we can do this. Mm -hmm. Now I, I don't have handles. Um, I don't have hops. I don't have whatever else you're supposed to have. I can do some layups though. And I can do some defense. Mm -hmm. That's it. So, but I think we can work this out. Um, and, I wish that Kentucky would have been able to work it out because next on the docket that we're just going to talk about no rulings yet Four Kentucky players as of today are in the portal. And I want to talk about that, talk about that because they were the ones who just beat South Carolina in the sec tournament. Mm -hmm. And you know, if some of you might've seen the video, cause one of the people, and this really shocked me, like, I, I really probably could write a true judicial opinion on this about, you know, red shirt junior forward Dre Edwards, who had the probably the moment of her career and the game winning three ice in her veins, like the last May shot of that game to give them the win. And, you know, you might have seen her post game interview where she says, um, and anybody that was open was going to shoot and I was open, so I let it go. Like, I love that whole phrase. I love everybody tweeting about it afterwards just like that, all caps, no spaces. I really wish she would have just put that on a shirt and then maybe put, like, run it back on the back and just stayed at Kentucky. But she's leaving along with senior guard um, and sophomore guard Treasure Hunt. So Jasmine Massengill and sophomore guard Treasure Hunt all entered the portal last Friday and a fourth player entered today. So we're going to have to keep an eye on this because I'm wondering if there's something bigger to this because I just really don't see you have the game-winning shot. You yeah. win your team the SEC tournament championship. It's you. Look, Ryan Howard is – coming to the dress. She's coming to the WNBA. Yes, yes, you indeed. are up next and you leave. So I wonder if there's something else going on in interest to see. So we're going to have to look at that. And then lastly on the docket, I will say we talked about, about USA basketball. Yeah. Yes. Look at USA basketball, but you know, don't get too mad at me. This is all, you know, great fun. But I just want to make sure that you do right by our Sky player, okay, and every other WNBA player. Let's avoid another NECA situation. We do not need that again. Like, let's be honest with the players of their intentions. Don't just string players along because they're available. They have names. They're going to get the clicks, the engagement. They're going to sell the jerseys. You're going to have them do all these appearances and then just don't pick them. Let's mm -hmm. not do that. So I'm going to put that on, you know, the watch list and see how that goes and just make sure there's no, no funny business. Cause you know how our, our girl Candace mm -hmm. and, and that, and you know what they say, 
hey, the Candace, I'm not going to say it's the Candace curse because, you know, the, do right by Candace. And I'm also <clears throat> looking at UConn because you know how they have been won. Mm. <laughs> um, Leah G, I like Saria's shirts. Well, thank you. I think it's pretty great, too. And I guess this is a fantastic segue to... Yes. To purchase your discounted tickets, which are on sale now. Uh, so when you purchase tickets to any Sky or to any and all Sky home games using uh, the Grow the Game link and a portion of the price gets donated to uh, this fantastic organization, uh, Grow the Game. Uh, so, uh, Sabria, tell me, uh, remind us what Grow the Game uh, does in the community. Grow the Game is now um, an, a nonprofit, officially a nonprofit organization dedicated to increasing fan engagement, awareness, attendance, and involvement in women's sports. For those of you who can see me right now on Twitter or YouTube, I do have on a shirt that says Grow the Game. It's March Madness themed because right now, until the uh, championship, we are um, celebrating merch madness. And so we have giveaways starting on our Instagram and our Twitter at grow the game W, um, starting really soon. But if you like this shirt and you want this shirt, all donors who donate at least $35 from now until April 30th will receive a free grow the game shirts made by clever shirts. And we will cover the shipping and we might throw some other goodies and prizes in there too. So we have a lot of stuff coming up. Always stay tuned um, and follow us at Grow the Game W. And again, and as always, thank you, CHGO Sports, for allowing me to continue to grow the game on the CHGO Sky Show. Right. And so that wraps it up for today. But join us next week. We have a pretty cool show lined up for you next week. We're not going to spoil it for you. But uh, let me just say that uh, it is going to be April 4th. Uh, And April 4th is a very special day. Yeah, the number four is a very special number uh, in Chicago Sky history. Uh, we'll just leave it at that, though. I'm, I'm not going to say anything else. Uh, but anyway, thank you, as usual, for listening to the CHGO Sky podcast. Please follow us. Again, our Twitter, Twitter handle is CHGO underscore Sky, S-K-Y. We've got some pretty fun stuff uh, in in the works for you guys on that uh, that Twitter handle. Uh, you may follow me. I'm Janice Scurrio. My Twitter handle is Scurriosa, S-C-U-R-I-I-O-S-A. For more hot women's basketball takes, and I've got a couple of baseball takes in there too if you're, if you're into that sort of thing. Uh, but anyway, um, I will go ahead and throw it off to my wonderful co-host to close the show out. Yes, and then if you like more carrying on from me you can follow me on twitter and instagram at s-u-b-r-i-a-w-h-i-t-a-k-e-r that's at sabria whitaker and as always yeah we're out thank you for tuning in peace. get some heralds and peace out <laughs>